the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good morning and welcome. Patriot Radio News Hour. Joe and Jason on this Thursday. What is it? The 12th, the 13th? The 13th day of April. Man, April. We're almost halfway through. Uh, got another big, big rally going on in the gold and silver markets. I'll say it. We've been saying it for I don't know how long. If you want to pay more, wait longer. I'm just telling you. If you want to pay more, wait longer. Uh, briefly today, uh, we did get above the previous all-time record high close. Uh, we're back below it right now, but I don't know if it's today, tomorrow, next week, uh, it, uh, after the Fed meeting, uh, new record high in gold prices are coming. The question is going to be, how high is it going to go after that? Uh, this was all driven today on economic data that says things are slowing down on the jobs market and then the producer prices. So remember, yesterday we got the consumer price. And the headline number was low, 5%. The core number, though, was was high. Matter of fact, the core actually rose month over month. Today, Jason, it was the producer prices. We'll get to all of that data, plus the jobs data here in a minute. But our toll-free number, 800-951-0592. Of course, the website at allamericangold.com and the physical delivery of silver and gold. Uh, we do a little platinum play. By the way, uh, all of you that did that platinum palladium trade that I told you to do, remember I told you sell your palladium and buy platinum. Uh, palladium is down almost $500 since we've made that call. Platinum uh, is up about and and, and I think platinum is going higher. I would not be surprised, Jason, by the end of the year. We'll see platinum above palladium uh, before the end of this year as we're we're looking at supply deficits now in platinum. Uh, And then same thing like rhodium, too. Rhodium has been down heavily as well. Those are kind of the other metals. We don't talk a lot about them, uh, but I know there's some of you that follow that. Uh, I expect that trend to continue. I expect more pressure on on palladium and rhodium uh, and, and, and higher prices on platinum, silver, and gold as this year unfolds. Yeah, you know, uh, palladium was above gold for quite a while there. And uh, platinum traditionally had been above gold for such a long time. So uh, we, we do the best we can to look at all the news on this stuff, Joe. But it's 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 very possible that because palladium and platinum is used industrially, uh, that you could see platinum eventually take off and go back above gold. I, we can't guarantee it. I don't see anything that's going, that says it's going to do that, but uh, these metals are used. They're used heavily for, for many things, and uh, since platinum is down, right, I guess you know, what's going to take the place of that industrial use, and platinum and palladium kind of are interchangeable in a lot of ways. So 
Blatter might be on his way up big time. Well, and again, history, you know, if you did, I guess if you did it by uh, what's m- more in the Earth's crust, right, P- platinum, there's less platinum than there is gold, right? So that's kind of, you know, why normally platinum uh, is, if you take the four metals, uh, rhodium, even less of that, right? So rhodium tends to be the highest metal, then, then platinum, then gold, then palladium, then silver. Uh, I, at some point, it'll probably get back to there again. It'll be a, a, a while. Uh, I think that what we've seen happen in, in those other metals is a lot of the palladium that was readily available. And palladium, for people that don't know, they use it a lot with catalytic converters uh, as far as emissions. Here in the U.S., we use platinum. Uh, but take China, the largest car market in the world. They use palladium. As Jason said, a lot of this can be interchanged. And then solar. Uh, all of those metals, they use a little bit in that solar at, uh, environment. It was what had happened, and it was just a unique situation. It's kind of run its course now. A lot of the platinum mines also had palladium in it. And what these, what they were doing was over, knowingly overmining the 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 platinum to get to that palladium because they were paying so much for the palladium it made it worth it now we've gotten some more palladium you know mainly palladium mines come online and now they're not over to uh producing the platinum anymore and that's why we're seeing the the price moves that we're seeing correct correct and then of course uh, supply and demand if there's just less uh, platinum eventually that'll move the price because there's just only so much of it just like just like with all these things there's only so much of it available this is the first year and i don't even know four or five years that we're actually going to have a palladium or i'm sorry a platinum deficit uh so this is why uh the price has moved but uh so there you have the the other white meat if you will right the the other metals uh we'll try to uh we'll do our best at least once a month to at least give you guys an update on those other metals but the the news of the day it started with the producer price index uh it was anticipated to be up five tenths of a percent jason the headline again this was a headline shocker number down five tenths of a percent Uh, i'll say this this one's not going to last but it was fueled by cheap oil prices that let it down obviously cheap oil is gone uh i know here in arizona gas prices started to skyrocket on us in march and this is a march number uh but uh, and i think that had more to do with we get our gas from these california refineries and it actually had to do with gas prices uh, but now, Jason, gas prices are kind of rising everywhere. Matter of fact, here I just I just had a fill up this morning, fifteen gallons of gas. It's over seventy bucks again. I have a feeling it's going to keep going up in the future too. <laughs> it's yeah, it's going to go up. Yeah. So when we get back, we'll go over that and jobs. What happened? Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Joe and Jason, Patriotio News Hour on this Thursday. A quick look here at the markets. The Dow is up 145 points. And get ready for this. Any data points that come out that say, hey, one more rate hike or no more rate hikes uh, is going to be viewed positively. The S&P is up 25. 
The Nasdaq's up 150. Gold's up 30. It's been up higher than that uh, today as well. Uh, 2040. Uh, the television contract. Uh, 2054, right? So right now, uh, the June contract is what they're showing on the TV because it's the most heavily traded. Silver, man, silver's on a tear. Uh, up another 40 cents here. 25.83. Silver, uh, got above $26 earlier today. And again, I expect to see silver with a three handle. Uh, and how high into the three handle before the end of the year, we'll see. But I think $30, uh, I would not be surprised to see 35 Heck, right now, I probably wouldn't be surprised to see 40 uh, when it comes to silver. Uh, this market recap brought to you by our friends at Y-Refi. Listen. If you're, if you're frustrated, uh, with, with being tied to Wall Street, if you don't want to ride the roller coaster, check them out. Another way, you know, we always say you gotta be diversified. Every single person in America needs to have gold and silver in their portfolio. Really, everybody in the world needs to have it. It's a must have. Right now, you need to be more allocated to it than maybe ever before. Uh, you gotta have money in Wall Street. I mean, right? I mean, you got 401ks and stuff. We get that. But again, maybe have another bucket here where it's not tied to Wall Street. Hey, I don't have to worry about Jay Powell making a mistake. I don't have to worry, uh, about an escalation in, in the, in World War Three or, uh, the next, uh, idiotic policy coming out of the White House. Uh, check them out. You can get up to 10.25%. You heard me right. 10.25% fixed. Check it out. InvestYrefi.com. That's the word invest, the letter Y, R-E-F-Y.com. Or call them at 888-YREFI24. Remember, got to have at least 50 grand. The nice part, though, you can if you got an IRA or something, you can use that uh, as that as well. So check those guys out. But Jason, uh, it has been a very interesting last couple of days, right? Because all those signs, at least for the last forty-eight hours, say that it's either one more hike or no more hikes, right? What one? Or the other, uh, the producer price, just to give you an idea of why I said uh, Wall Street shouldn't get too happy on this, 80% of the decline had to do with just gasoline prices. Apparently, everywhere but Arizona, gas prices fell uh, all over the country in March. Uh, they said that gas prices fell 12%. In the month of March, that that really fueled it. Then they said also that diesel fuel, natural gas, jet fuel, electric power, all of that kind of contributed to the rest of it. And, and Jason, obviously, when looking at crude oil, like today, crude oil is 83 and change. Uh, we're, we're going to see that probably reverse itself next month. Uh, the, the good part, I guess if there's a good part, the Fed doesn't have to worry about that data point because I'll have had the meeting before the next PPI report comes out. So uh, th that will be one of the factors. And then jobless claims. This one is, I'm starting to get a little worried. I'm not, 
I'm not there yet, but this is the one we've got to keep our eye on. Now, they admitted, remember last week, right, Jason? They admitted, said, you know what? We've been giving you the wrong jobless claims data. We had this seasonal adjustment factor, and, well, it was a little off. And they essentially redid nine weeks of jobless claims, all of it higher, forty to 50,000. Last week, the number was 228,000. By the way, that was the low number in the cycle. Today... Not as low, 239,000. So this is, this is starting to get elevated. And remember that 250 to 270,000 area is where you start to get worried. So we're kind of, we're right next to it here. 239,000 people file for unemployment claims for the very first time. Uh, the, 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 the number that really, uh, I was really looking at was continuing claims. After this new adjustment, the continuing claims number, uh, right under 2 million, just under 2 million people. In other words, hey, I got fired or I got laid off. Couple weeks have gone by and I'm still laid off. Uh, has remained very, very elevated. And now they're, they, they came out with this chart. And they were talking about the, the data points when it comes to jobs. And they took a continuing claim snapshot, uh, snapshot by state. Okay. Let's look at all 50 states. Kind of a, a way they say, well, that's a little more stable. Because, you know, in a week-to-week number, you could have a state, hey, a, a, a plant shut down, something, you know, a, a big company went under. You could have a, 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 a state where all of a sudden, for a week or two, that number gets real high. But when you take all the states together, here's what they came up. They had this chart. And they measure... Continuing jobless claims. Every time that number gets above about 1.7 million. And this chart, by the way, goes all the way back to the 90s. So this is a pretty, you know, pretty good looking amount of time. 30 plus years of data. Every time. Within a matter of, of months, all of a sudden we get these, what I'll call a super spike in these claims. It happened in 2001. Remember the 01 recession? Obviously it happened during the financial crisis. Then it happened again with the, with the COVID. Metrics and back in the nineties, remember the little, remember that recession that got Bill Clinton elected? It happened then as well. And right now, the continuing claims number is now higher than it was in any of those other 
four instances. And you think about those are four pretty big in- instances, right? The, you had the, re- the 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 mild recession of the early nineties, the one recession. Remember that one, right? Alan Greenspan brought interest rates to one percent, and then they blamed that for the housing thing. Remember, it did. It was one percent for like nine months. Obviously, we don't need to talk about the financial crisis. And we know about COVID, don't we? We find out, they just spent, they just spent us into oblivion. Jason, this is, this is another one of these signs. Be careful here. Remember how we tell you, right? How did you go bankrupt? Well, it was gradual at first. And we've been kind of on this gradual, haven't we? Just a little, it's a little worse. But it was still real good. A little worse, but still good. A little worse, but still good. But then all of a sudden, and Jason, that's what I'm worried about. Are we going to get one of these all of a sudden moments? Yeah, c- continuing jobless claims uh, going up is, is is shows one thing, I think, more than anything else, Joe, which is people are trying to actually get the jobs now. You know, I think the last couple of years with, with COVID checks and things, uh, uh, people being encouraged just to sit at home, uh, that can that can breed a kind of a bad habit when you actually have to pay some bills, and so right now the you know I've, I've, how many times have I seen on the news hey you're going to get less on your tax return checks and this and that because all the freebie stuff is filtered through, and now uh, some, some 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 businesses are closing down, workers are being released from these big corporations, and people uh, have inflation to to contend with. You know here's the one thing it always you know, right now with what's going on it's the inflation. And maybe you can get away with working the 20-hour week, or maybe uh, a couple of people in the household didn't have to work. Well, now everybody has to work. Everybody has to pitch in because you have extra bills that are higher. That same gallon of gas costs more. That same uh, basket of food at the grocery store costs more. And so, you know, the higher job, uh, continuing jobless claims, Joe, shows that people are trying to get it. They're trying to get it, and they can't. That's Maybe worse that, than, than exactly the, the jobs, yeah. jobless claims, and everything else, right, Joe? So we'll we'll it, hey, it's something to be worried about. Let's see where it heads. Right now, listen. If next week we see a number, you know, that's near two fifty, we probably need to get a little more worried, right? And anything above that, then then we've got to worry without without a doubt. Especially if we see continuing claims continue to rise right if we we see them go above two million right because that's kind of kind of the the area where usually things start to spiral uh from there yesterday we talked about was there going to be two dissenters from the uh last fed meeting that march fed meeting there was rumors out that there was going to be two dissenters we got the minutes after we are off the air yesterday afternoon. The minutes came out. We did not get two dissenters. It was another nine nothing. However, this it, it's, this is kind of idiotic. Several participants. They don't now. They said several, which to me says, hey, more than two people, right? Because. You know, if, if it was, you know, it wouldn't have been a couple, maybe a few, uh, but several to me means more than two. That's just me, but that's the word they use. They want several participants wanted it noted in the minutes 
that they had considered whether it would be appropriate to leave rates unchanged. Now, of course, these participants noted the action, but yet still voted for the rate increase, Jason. It's kind of, kind of an interesting, that, that's kind of like, I want, I want my cake and I want to eat it too, right? I, I'm going to put my foot half in, but not all the way in. And, and that just tells you the ridiculousness of this. Obviously, if you were worried about it, you should have voted against it. That's what a vote is, I guess, right? Right, isn't that right? <laughs> well, you're supposed to vote what you think is the best thing or the best candidate or whatever you're voting for. And, uh, but I guess, uh, showing a united Fed is more important, maybe. I mean, that's, you know, that's, that's the lesson learned here, Joey. We must be that's right. united so that everyone knows that we know what we're doing. We, we, we understand it. it, it. Hey, that way we can be in. wrong altogether, right? Strike the numbers, right? Yeah. How about this, though? I need to point this out. How high is gold going? Participants agreed. So this one sounds like they all agreed. Because two Fed meetings ago, remember they created a new word. Disinflation, remember? All of them agreed. There is little evidence Pointing to disinflation. So think about this, right? Remember Jay Powell came out, what was it now, about 10 weeks ago. Gave the big press conference. Said the word disinflation every other minute. And now today, well, there's a, that was wrong. And I only bring that up because how many more mistakes are these guys going to make? And I'm going to tell you right now. This is why you're seeing gold and and silver doing what it's doing. And this is why you're seeing China grabbing a bigger share of the world stage because everybody else sees it. 800-951-0592. Cases of silver eagles. Well, you guessed it. Up again, uh, $20,500. Rolls of silver eagles. $825 rolls of dimes today, $140 rolls of silver quarters, $280 silver half dollars. I can get them, but I'm not going to sell them. But if you have to have to have them, call me and I'll give you the price. Uh, It'll be, put it this way, well above. $300 $300 a roll. I mean, right right now, uh, on half, you'd be better off buying silver eagles, uh, just because, uh, the, the premiums on half dollars just can't get them right now. Uh, on the gold side, $2545, $2,545 for 20s. And I know, I get it. It's a lot. If you want to pay more, keep waiting. The deal still is in the $10 pricing. Uh, but that deal, it, it, you know, at one point, remember, I think we were like $95 less and $75 less. It, it keeps shrinking here. Uh, right now, one through nine at $1,250. Ten or more, $1,240. At 800 And as I said yesterday, this, this, differential between the 10s and the 20s is starting to disappear rapidly the bullion banks are telling me hey we're we're starting to run low here we're starting to bump up 
right, uh, our prices on, on those tens. And, and Jason, I don't think it's going to be much longer here, uh, really in, in any of these, uh, of the metals, right? Prices continue to go higher. Uh, we've been running those five dollar, those five ounce silver bars. We're checking. We may be out. We're, we're checking right now. I, I hope to have you an update after the next commercial break. Uh, but that's just how it goes, right, Jason? Yeah, you think about it. You, you basically said that we're on the cusp of selling a silver dime for three bucks. I mean, can you imagine? <laughs> 140 yeah. roll, or about ten bucks a roll from having each silver. Remember, dime we did that commercial. What was that? Four, four years ago, something like that. You did that commercial. Uh, that, that silver dime's now worth two dollars. Yeah, it's, it's it's over two dollars. Well, it's it's going to be over three dollars pretty soon if it keeps going like this. Yeah, three so bucks for a silver dime. We're talking about the Fed. Okay, I just got a thumbs up. Uh, five ounce silver bars are now one hundred and sixty five dollars. Uh, if you want to get a five, five ounce silver bars, one hundred and sixty five dollars. Uh, there is a couple hundred more available. So, uh, that, at least that's good news, right? When you're thinking about, uh, you know, where the price of silver is headed, uh, that's $33 to the ounce. Uh, silver Eagles right now, they're at 41 and a quarter. So it's still a, a, a big savings there if you want to start stacking those silver bars. Uh, think about it, three days in a row. We, we started at what, 155? Then it went to 160. Now they're 165. Uh, if you want to pay more, wait longer. We are going through the Fed minutes. Here's what's really bad about it. Because they talked about what their new baseline is. New baseline now is mild recession. Here's what disturbed me about that. These guys in their quote-unquote baseline are ridiculous, right? Remember, inflation's transitory, right? Then they try to do disinflation. All all of their guesses have been wildly off. Now, they said their baseline is mild recession, but Jason, this is what worries me because I think they already know. Inside of that, they said if and when... And I'm throwing the win in. Banking and financial conditions and their effects on macroeconomic conditions were to deteriorate. Okay, why don't you just plainly say, listen, if, if the banking situation or other financial conditions get worse, more than what we already are anticipating, of course, they don't tell us. How much more they're anticipating, but they did, they did acknowledge, by the way, we anticipate more of it. Then the risk around the baseline would be skewed to the downside. So in other words, let me tell you what they really said. Man, we are hoping for a mild recession. But if anything else breaks, uh, then it's going to be worse than a mild recession. And Jason, this is what everyone needs to prepare for. Yeah, if the average guy walking the street knew uh, what is happening, they would all be running to the bank to change their situations. They'd be 
you know, there would there would be all the kind of things that would be happening to make the markets just crash and burn, and 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 everything would be going haywire. There, the the powers that be are doing a really good job to keep everything kind of sounding calm. You know, because there are people like us and people that listen to this show that know that their things are not okay, and uh, but that's just a small minority of the population. Everybody else is walking around; they have no idea. When those people wake up and see. But there's some things that are very wrong. Then it happens all at once, like you've been saying, Joe. And so they're doing a really good job of just trying to, you know, yeah, things, yeah, there's a few things that are weird. And don't don't worry about that stuff. We'll, we'll tell you when it's going to be bad. It's not bad. It's not going to be bad. Oh, a mild recession. It, we've been through those before. Mild recession. And, and all that all that shushing of the, of, of the, uh, the common guy out there is, is only going to work for so long, Joe. And, and this is why people that listen to the show are, are better off because – They've known to take measures to solidify the position so they can handle a, a rip roaring harsh recession or even a depression. That's what's what you got to prepare. You got to be prepared financially for these things or suffer the consequences. Listen, this is just simply stating the dollar's going lower. We've been yeah. talking about this. I mean, uh, go back to what Jason and I were telling you at the end of last year, right? We, we talked about the stair stepping. We talked about, listen, last year was one of the greatest years ever for the dollar. And remember what Jason and I told you. 2023 is going to be one of the worst years ever for the dollar. And that's exactly what's happening here. Whether we get one more rate hike or no more rate hikes, it's pretty clear now. I think we're, we're setting ourselves up for a one and done or a none and done. But the, the, the problems that are growing here, all the risk in these minutes are saying, well, the risk is to the downside, right? If job losses pick up, the risk is to the downside. If the banking crisis gets worse, the risk is to the downside. If financial conditions get worse, the risk is to the downside. Not one person was talking about any of these things being better than the quote-unquote baseline, right? They were all talking about it being worse. When we get back, the era of a small deficit has come to an end. The first six months of fiscal year money, our data is in. 800-951-0592. Gold is up $33 here, $2,044. I'm watching that June contract uh, right now. Uh, 2058 and Jason, that's right at, uh, the all time close, right? Right, right there. Is that, is that the high all time close? Uh, I was looking at the, the 100 year gold chart and, uh, yeah, two, 2058 and 40 cents, uh, was the, uh, the, the year high in, t- uh, 2020. Uh, we also got to 20, uh, $2,000, uh, $2,043 and 30 cents in 2022. As a year high, so that's uh, we're breaking through the the previous almost high of 2022, and we've broken through. Essentially, we're breaking through the all time high. It's I mean, yeah. once we break through this number, Joe, let's say, let's say we we end at 2060 today. Tomorrow it could be 2090. It could be it could be 2150. You you don't you just don't know something. And sometimes you were you did this. I wasn't paying attention in 2011 and. Around those years, there was days where gold would go up a hundred bucks, and it would go up another fifty the next day, and it would it just went crazy upwards. And I I don't know if we're headed for something like that, but 
anything's possible with the way things are headed. Well, you know, so much of that trading is computer-generated trading. Uh, so usually when you break above uh, those historic levels, uh, you tend to, to get these computers to buy. Uh, and right now, I think with the news being so uh, down, uh, the, the the desire to sell at that level is less and less because you know because I'll use that as a way to sell to hey I'm going to test you here right we're going to put some selling pressure on you uh, but with the data points over the last several days it, th- that desire doesn't seem to be there we'll watch it uh, silver uh, by the way up forty four cents twenty five ninety. Uh, and, and by the way, every other silver contract is ab- well above $26. Uh, we're now seeing uh, in the future, I'm seeing a $27 silver contract. Uh, starting in October, the October gold contracts uh, hit $2,100. So it, it looks like looking out to the future here, uh, prices are going to continue to rise. If you haven't called before, do it. Listen, we're not like all the other gold. There's no baits and switch. Just call the 800 number. Tell the girls. By the way, believe me when I tell you, my staff here, these girls are exceptional. They're going to treat you with kit gloves. They'll answer all your questions. There's no, we don't have commission salespeople. They're not going to pressure you. They'll, they'll answer all your questions for you. The best thing to do is say, I want the special. That's usually the best thing to do. And they'll just tell you what they are and, and you pick them out today, right? We've got $10 gold, right? One through nine at 1250, 10 or more, 2140. We've got those five ounce silver bars. They're at $165 at 800. Nine five one zero five nine two. Remember last year the Biden administration, and it doesn't matter. You know, try to brag about the budget deficit and how it was only one point four trillion dollars. Well, we don't even know what the exact numbers because you got to remember we're taking emergency measures right now because of the debt ceiling. But even with that. Tax revenues have fallen this year and are continuing to fall. But they said that the deficit for the first six months of the year have now totaled $1.1 trillion. And like I said, we're at the debt ceiling. So that number, Jason, it is understated because you got to remember the treasury, right? They're not paying pensions. They're not paying all, all this stuff. They're, 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 they're taking all of these emergency measures. As soon as the debt limit gets passed, the treasury is going to borrow a bunch of money, get, get more money into that checkbook of theirs. Already though, Jason, we're looking at a budget deficit. We, we told you this last year. Listen, we knew it was going to be north of two trillion. The question will be, is it a mild recession? Or as the Fed said, hey, all the data points, if it gets any worse, we're going to have something much worse than that. Are we on the cusp of $3 trillion budget deficits? And think about this. It's not like it gets better from there, right? We're at this pace where it's 2 to $3 trillion year after year, Jason. It's incredible. In a 10-year time, you know, we, we talk about the, the, the federal budget deficit. We're at like 32 trillion or wherever the debt limit is. We can, it, it will be a miracle if we only add another 32 trillion in the next 10 years. 
you know, and, and we we know what the game is as far as raising interest because interest rates are, are of course going to cause the debt to be way worse, the deficits to be bigger, uh, and we can talk about well when things get really bad, you know, the, eventually they'll have to lower the rates and print the money, and that's that's going to be the last play, of uh, of course. But if they really try to push this thing, Joe, if they want everyone to have a little pain for a while, they very likely, if 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 inflation, if they see, you know, they're going to see the inflation roaring because all their numbers are dragging, right? If they see that inflation, we we'll say in December or or October or maybe next January, is, is if they foresee it going up massively, they could just keep on doing quarter point rate hikes and just let let the financial world burn. You know, just because they that's not what they've done in the past doesn't mean they're not going to do it this time. And Joe and I are, are calling for a one more quarter point rate hike and then a stop. Well, these deficits that Joe's talking about are going to become record highs if they just simply freeze where they're at. They just yeah. freeze it where it's at. Yeah. Everything's going to stay much more expensive for a long time. And if the inflation is if it's not controllable, well, then they might just let Joe. They could let the financial markets burn while they while I try to stay on top of inflation. Because I'll keep saying this: the Federal Reserve doesn't have a place of existence if they let inflation get out of control. If there is inflation right. out of control, there is no need for a Fed. Then we don't need them. I agree. Yeah. I agree. But I, I don't think the, the generally dumb public understands that. But to give you perspective, this is the second highest six-month deficit ever. You know what? Ever. The only one that was higher? 2009. got to remember, it started, you know, it's October through March. So that was the height of the financial crisis is the only time we ran a deficit higher than this one in the first six months. That's a big problem because we're nowhere close yet to a financial crisis. Pedro Radio News Hour will be back. 800-951-0592 wrapping up uh, this Thursday. Joe and Jason, uh, uh, what's going on in, in agriculture? Uh, Jason, I don't know if you saw, there was this crazy fire at this massive dairy i want to say it was in texas 18,000 dairy cows burned to death in, in in this fire i mean it's crazy what is going on all these things popping up yeah i, I still have the visions of that i watched from that uh candy bar f- uh, factory blowing up like a, like it, it looked like something out of uh, I guess Ukraine <laughs> that's what it looked like it looked like a, a candy factory blew up like uh, like the Russians just bombed the Ukrainians right I, I, uh, that, that's a that's uh, a barbecue smell you don't want uh, yeah, I would oh, imagine 18,000 yeah. cattle just all at once yeah. it's it's crazy. Well, you know, crazy. You know, people think well I'm, I'm gonna go out and uh, have a barbecue this weekend it's been a lot warmer but you know, burning uh, skin and hair off a cow is definitely not going not, not to smell good, Joe. They, they it's not the smell, smell you want, right? Yeah, no. uh, but wrapping it up here, another big update in gold and silver. Uh, gold now flirting with new all-time record high closing prices. We'll, we'll watch it. It's... Uh, and again, I think uh, w- w- where it stops is kind of the the bigger question. And, and right now, uh, if the outcome that the Fed talked about in their minutes happens, and that that downside risk uh, that they're hoping doesn't happen, uh, that we're pr- uh, don't be surprised. 
I would not be surprised to see $2,500 plus. Uh, I've already said in silver, uh, I think silver is going to be in the 30s before the year is over. Uh, getting to 40 wouldn't even surprise me, but I, that's, I, I guess if I got my baseline, right, uh, silver in the 30s there. One ounce, or I'm sorry, five ounce silver bars at 165. The $10 gold pieces, one through nine at 1250. 10 or more at 1240 at 800-951-0592. And I guess we'll, we'll wait for tomorrow. Now, tomorrow, there, there's not any big economic data points that I know about, but it'll be interesting to see how uh, the, the markets end the week. We'll see, Joe. We'll see. We, we, we might have hit a point where just like a few weeks, it was a couple of weeks ago where we were trying to, we're just bumping up against 2000. It just kind of sat there for a while. Well, look, we got past 2,000. Immediately, it's pushed almost to you know, it's pushed to 2050, right? So, I don't see why uh, you know maybe we sit here for a day or two, maybe through the weekend, and then Monday or Tuesday we push through the all-time highs, and then what? I guess right straight to 2100. I guess that that's that's a very likely scenario, Joe. As, as we keep just gold just keeps on, it's just walking down the path, and nothing's getting in the way of it, right? Well, and again, that's the, that stair-step effect. Uh, the dollar continues to be on the back foot here. You know, look at, again, like I said, the 10-year note's down at 3.4%. Uh, kind of telling you the bond market has been telling you. Remember, uh, Jeff Gunlodge, uh, Mohamed Al-Arian, I mean, all these guys out there, they think recession is coming, and they think it's going to be here before the summer gets here. Uh, we'll see how it plays out. 800-951-0592. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.